The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Good morning. It is the first day of February. Woo-hoo-hoo! 865-255-03 is our telephone number. That is the Irish Network's hotline. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, broadcasting live from the Low T Center studio. Swain event. You can download the app at your Apple Store or your Google Play Store. You can go back and check out any part of the show there on your app. Just click on podcast. You can view the show on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Ben, some Tennessee basketball tonight. Got some Tennessee basketball uh, last night with the Lady Vols. Uh, good morning, sir. Good morning, Swaino. Good morning, Jay Swizzle. Mm. Good morning, Jay Swain. Mm. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Oos. Good morning, Mr. Uno. Good morning. I'm excited for Tennessee basketball tonight. I really am. Hey, man, the Lady Vols got the win. Um, a tough, tough win. Uh, Arkansas is a, uh, a nice program. Their players can shoot it. Tennessee helped them out late in the game with a couple turnovers um, to allow Arkansas to get back into it, and they went to overtime. Uh, we got free basketball, though, and when we did, Tennessee – uh, turned it on there in overtime and, and got the win. So, nice win for the Lady Vols, bouncing back after the road loss to Auburn. And um, can't you, hey, you, you can't be slipping up. Yeah, and that that Auburn loss is awful. Don't get it twisted with what I am about to say. Please don't. But it, it's not as bad of a loss as it appears when when you look at Auburn's record. When, when you look at Auburn's record, and if that's the only thing that, that you know, then yes, it is horrendous. And it, it still is horrendous. Tennessee had absolutely no business losing that basketball game. But if you go through Auburn's schedule, they played a lot of teams really, really, really close and just weren't able to get over the hump at any point this season, unfortunately, until the Lady Vols come to town. Again, Tennessee should not have lost that game. That was embarrassing. It was a, a really, really bad loss. When, when you do look at the record, one of the, the worst conference losses in, in program history, one of the worst, not saying it is the worst, uh, because they've they've lost some, some pretty bad games because they've been around for so long. But it, it's one of the worst losses when you look at the record. But Auburn's a, a feisty team. With a new coach, they they remind me of uh, Ole Miss when Coach Yo first got there. Oh yeah, that just they they were close, they were close, they were close. They played really hard, and and they just couldn't get over the hump. And and now Ole Miss has gotten over the hump, but uh, that that's what that Auburn team reminds me of. So I thought it was really nice to see the Lady Vols bounce back from a frustrating, embarrassing loss last night because that Arkansas program. Has has somewhat had Tennessee's number 
the last couple of years. Uh, they they won in Knoxville for the first time in, in 2019. They've they've won in Arkansas, if I remember correctly, recently. And it feels over the last couple of years that every single time Tennessee and Arkansas plays, it's a it's a close game that comes down to the wire. And and they do have uh, good coaching, and they they've got shooters. Don't have Chelsea Dungy anymore, unfortunately. Whew, she was a baller. Yes, she was. But they're, they're still a, a really good program. Really nice bounce back win. And, I mean, even in last night's game, they had to overcome some adversity with with being down. They were down double digits at one point mm-hmm. and, and were able to come back. So really, really good to see and uh, excited for, for the Lady Vols. They, they've got a big week. They've got three games this week. Uh, Uh-oh, three you know games. Play on Thursday off the top of your head. Florida. Go go on the road to Florida. Should win that game. And then Sunday. Sunday at at noon. Sunday. Going up to um, Connecticut and playing the Huskies. On national television, 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern on Fox. And UConn not not having a great year by by UConn standards. They, They are banged up. Paige Becker's. She is. She's the best player in the country. Not, is she out for the year or just out for an she extended was, period? Yeah, she was out for an extended period of time because she had a, a knee uh, procedure done. Um, yes. Yes. So, not not UConn has been hampered by injuries, but they they are not the same UConn team that that we are used to. Hey, good to see that it'll also be UConn's third game of the week as well, and theirs is a little more compact. At least Tennessee played on Monday night, whereas UConn plays Wednesday night, Friday night, early Sunday. Yep. Now, they don't have to travel as much. They are on the road at Creighton tomorrow night, but then they play at home on Friday night, and then they are the home team on Sunday, whereas the Lady Vols will travel to Florida on Thursday. And then I wonder what they'll do. I wonder if they'll come back to Knoxville or, or head up to Connecticut, but Lady Vols will be on the road. That that would be really, really awesome for, for Kelly Harper and – the Lady Vols to, to knock off UConn on uh, on Sunday. Obviously, it's straight to beat UConn, but heck, I want I want revenge on Avina Westbrook. I'm still salty. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. They have a chance. She's she's playing. So uh, you learned. From I Mark. hope Tamari just kata swats what the kata swats the mess out of her stuff. That's what I hope she does. And I hope she stares her down. I hope she gives her the, the Matumbo finger wag. Uh-uh-uh. Not in my house, Savina. <laughs> yeah, I want the dub, man. Get that dub. If you want to be petty, that's just it's just extra. Looks like Avina is struggling as as well. Career low in points per game, 8.4. Career low in rebounds. Uh, assists are, are down... A full assist from last year, assists or uh, steals are a career low. Turnovers per game, a career high. I just hate to see it, man. Shooting percentages. are She's shooting 51% from the free throw line. Oh, man. It's terrible. 71%, 77%, 72%, and then 51% this year. It must be that culture that Gina was talking about. You know, players don't thrive well in bad cultures. It must be the culture. Ball fan makes a great point on the uh, text box regarding mm-hmm. bad losses in basketball. They happen to every team, and she is absolutely correct. Is that a ball fan? She, is, is it a she? Yes, she has 
said that she is a she in the past. Oh, okay. I think she's called in. She either said it on the text box one day or she called in. And- it's so generic, though. How about, like, Miss Volfan or <laughs> Volfan Linda of we, Volfan. We, we need a little flavor to it. 2312. I mean, it just says Volfan. It's hard to know. NC Vol says, uh, big win for the Lady Vols. The Arkansas team is full of shooters. Yeah, they busted 12 threes last night. 30%, but, man, that's, that's where they um, – get their production from and they did that last night making it difficult for Tennessee all right all right all right all right all right all right you're gonna learn today I think I think we're gonna get some small ball action tonight man I think we'll get some small ball a small ball lineup from Tennessee as you're looking at this Texas A&M starting five, you have three guards at 6'2". You have two forwards at 6'8". Josiah Jordan-James at 6'6". Should be able to play against one of those guys. And then you roll with one post guy, depending on who's playing the best. But it looks like, Ben, that Tennessee, the men's team, may be able to use their, their best offensive Line up with the three smaller guards, Zakai Ziegler, Kennedy Chandler, and Vescovy, along with Josiah Jordan-James and whoever's playing the best in the post. As you look at this starting lineup for Texas A&M, I like our, I like our chances to be able to play that lineup. Um, I this, do. My concern is that Henry Coleman, the Duke transfer, how tall does, does the – the game notes have him listed. 6'8". Six, 6'8". Eight. Six, eight. He, he, he plays much bigger than 6'8". And Tennessee can, can – it sounds like Tennessee can get away with a small ball lineup, like you said. But whichever post player is in there, Olivier Camois, Uroche, Folky, Brandon gets thrown in there. They, they better be ready because Coleman will, will take their lunch money. And and then steal Mama's phone number two. I mean, he he is a ball of energy, and he he is going to bring it to Tennessee. And if if Tennessee's post players are not ready to play, they will get punked tonight. And, and he he will ruin the game, regardless of whether the, the small ball lineup is working or not. Two hundred forty three pounds, man. Twenty pounds heavier than uh, Olivier. So. You better bring some weight in your butt if you're going to move somebody in the paint. And then you look at Uros. Uros is 240 at 7 foot. Henry Coleman is 6'8", 243. So you have someone that can move bodies in the paint. He's physical. Uh, you mentioned his, his, his ball of energy. So um, you better understand that he's going to be intense. He's going to play with high energy. He is Texas A&M's leading scorer. They have a bunch of guys that kind of range in that 8 to 9 to 10 um, scoring range. But uh, Henry Coleman is the guy in the post. So you better match that energy if you are if you are Tennessee. Um, Texas A&M, 500 in the league, 4-4. Four and four. Tennessee, one game over 500 in the league, looking to extend the uh, lead from fourth place to fifth. Tennessee, 14-6 and six overall, dropped couple spots in the AP poll after the loss to Texas, but they are still ranked in the top 
25, Texas A&M, not ranked, 15 and 6. Buzz Williams is the coach in his third season coming over from Virginia Tech. We know we're going to get a clean, fly-looking suit from Buzz Williams, a three-piece suit from him. And um, this game is about an hour later than it was a couple years ago when A&M came to town and Tennessee was a little flat coming out. But uh, we have a 7 p.m. tip. Looking forward to to that. I was looking at the Kentucky game a couple, like two weeks. Uh, it's a 9 p.m. tip. Uh, don't remind me. 9 p.m. tip. That's going to be miserable. What day of the week is it? It's on, uh, it's on Tuesday. On a Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. Yeah, that, that, that Wednesday morning. Might be from the uh, it's be studios. That's going to be rough. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's going to be It'd rough. It'll be good. We get it out the mud over here. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Honestly, like, before those games, it it sounds really rough. But at least for me, like, my adrenaline is still going the next morning from the game. That it is actually easy to wake up, and I love – what I do, so I love coming in and talking about it, and my adrenaline is still going. So I'm, I'm good throughout the length of the show, but when it gets me, at, is as soon as we turn the mics off, and oh, like yeah. my, my adrenaline high goes away, and I just absolutely crash. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> with you. I understand exactly what you're talking about. All right, so we we have some SEC. Notes to get to. Mm-hmm. We have some NCAA notes to get to. Looks like the NCAA, and no surprise that uh, it is time for the, the NCAA Rules Committee to take a hard look at the faking of injuries. So Tennessee out here cruiting. Tennessee, Tennessee is cruiting. They, they, they're cruiting, baby. They doing that. Um, so we got a lot, lot to get to, man. Nice SEC slate for. For tonight, Senior Bowl going on this week. Practice starts today. Let's go. Let's go. Make some money, Valus. Let's go, Alante and, and Valus and, and, and Kay Mays. Let's Matthew get it. Butler's making some money this week. That's right. But he may slide up into a third, fourth round pick. Hey man, happy for him. I want to see him. Want to see him get it, man. Butler. He's one of my favorite guys to have on Tennessee Prime, and got a chance to learn about him and. No, I know he's motivated, man. Has a has a daughter and super, super smart, super mature. Would not be surprised at all. You know he's gonna rock it out there um in Las Vegas, especially talking to coaches and, and talking to scouts. He's gonna rock that part of it. We'll take our first break of the day and come back and we'll try to rock the rest of the show for you. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. 
Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865 382 7007 42nd Street Brand Strategy Design If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill also known as the Hampton on the Hill This award winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties The GM Stephen Lawrence is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville he and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill. Or call 865-693-5400. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook.
Tennessee. Cruton. Tennessee football getting some players, man. Tennessee football getting some players. Now, got a um, scholarship commitment on on yesterday, Ben. Got, saw a nice, nice commitment video. It was, it was good. Tennessee's beefing up the offensive line. That is, that is what Tennessee needs to focus on. Not saying that you don't recruit other positions and you don't get good players at other positions, but one thing Josh Heupel understands is this league is different because of the front. The defensive linemen in this league, they're different. They're built different. They're made different. They're created in the lab. They're mutants. You're not supposed to be that big, that fast, that athletic. You only see those type of players in this conference. So you need to make sure that your offensive line is on point. And during Tennessee's best years, there's always been offensive linemen from the state of Tennessee. And Tennessee got a commitment from an in-state offensive lineman in Aiden Bustle. And uh, Ben, this is someone that we have talked about in the past. This is someone that you have talked about. How do we get to this point? Why now, in your opinion? I know we got Austin Price on um, coming up, you know, in hour number three. But you know, why do you think that he decided to go ahead and let this fly and get it done now? Because he's a Tennessee kid. He is a uh, Tennessee kid. Grew up a Tennessee fan and emerged after a strong junior season. Not a kid that is going to appease the Stargazers. Only a three-star. And and in terms of rankings, to be honest with you, I don't even know what he's ranked on 247 or or Rivals. 27th offensive tackle in the class of 23. Okay. And then the 11th junior from the state of, of Tennessee. Yeah, so not bad, but not somebody that is going to appease the the stargazers. But he he will outplay his his ranking, in in my opinion, for sure. And you know, also not a, a guy where uh, a ton of big time schools were in on him. Kentucky was was kind of the the other main school that that was in the mix there, but I would, I would argue that like, that's not a bad thing. Like it's not what it used to be. Kentucky has turned out a lot of offensive linemen the last couple of years. So I would say that under Mark Stoops, Kentucky knows how to evaluate offensive linemen. There, there are positions at Kentucky where if, if Tennessee lands a recruit and Kentucky was one of the schools that, that was being considered, like it, it, it means something to me. Like if Tennessee goes out and, and gets a, a defensive lineman, an edge rusher that Kentucky wants, it, it's not what it used to be. Same, same with offensive line. Now, if it's a quarterback, then eh, <laughs> well, well, let's reevaluate that one. Uh, maybe receivers as as well. Because I ain't worried about quarterback. We talked about that yesterday. I, I know. This is Josh Hyper. We talk about. We did. I know, but I'm I'm just referencing like Kentucky being in on a recruit that that Tennessee wants and brings in. Like I, if 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 Kentucky's number two for a quarterback that Tennessee brings in, then I'm a little worried. <laughs> if it's a receiver, I'm probably a little worried as well because outside of Wondell Robinson, who was a transfer 
they they have not struck gold at <laughs> at, at receiver. Running back a little bit different. Defensive line, offensive line a little a little bit different. I'm trying to talk the stargazers off the ledge. It is well, what I'm trying to luck. do. Good, I know. Good I know. luck, Ben, because here, here's here's how I'm feeling. Aiden Bustle's a good football player. He's an in-state kid from Mount Juliet. He and he he's going to be the kind of the anchor of of a nice in-state offensive line class, in my opinion. When I see a, a Bama fan or Gator fan, and in this case a Georgia fan, in traffic and they want to cut me off, I got to tell my kids to cover their ears because Daddy got some things he needs to say, <laughs> and it ain't nice. All right, I'm gonna tell you, Ben. I need you to cover your ears because I got something to say. And you, it, and you probably ain't going to like it, and, and I don't want to get you in trouble. Won't be the first time. But I, I, I'm on Rivals. I'm looking at Aiden Bustle's, you know, profile. This man got a offer from Cincinnati, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Virginia Tech. This, this young man's not even ranked yet. Not ranked nationally, not ranked in the position, not ranked in the state. Who at Rivals is in control of this stuff? I need y'all to wake up and get this man a ranking. Like, get this young man a ranking because you have Tennessee fans that's going to be looking at you and looking for validation and, and they're, they're, they're stargazers. And all you have done is make my point for me that I had a couple weeks ago when I said, that these recruiting folks, they talk to the coaches and get some of their analysis from the coaches. Well, the coaches wanted Aiden Bustle, took his commitment, and he's not even ranked. So what do you think is going to happen now? Give it, give it another 24 hours. Aiden Bustle will have a national ranking. He will have a position ranking. He will have a state ranking. You just watch. Like clockwork. Like clockwork. I, I agree with what you are saying, but I would I would be surprised if within twenty four hours he, he's ranked everywhere. Oh at, at rivals that is. I, I see what you're saying. But th- this is my this is this is the point I was making a couple weeks ago. It's like some of some of the college football fans, man, they take the recruiting sites like it's gospel and it's not and, I'm, and I'm, I'm telling you what's about to happen. Aiden Bustle has multiple SEC offers, and he's not even ranked nationally. Does that make any sense? No. He is going to be ranked nationally. You just watch. It's going to magically appear. He's going to have all these national rankings and position rankings. You just watch. And this is an example of taking all the rankings with the grain of salt. This is an example. 11 offers, multiple SEC offers. You can't tell me that a offensive lineman with multiple SEC offers is not ranked nationally. It doesn't make any sense. So when you go there and you see it, he ain't even ranked nationally. Don't even let yourself do that because you're going to look silly because they're here in a couple hours, a few days or whatever. All these numbers will just appear. Just watch. Just watch. Just watch. There's, there's no way on one side that, you know, there's a way. It doesn't make sense on one side. You know, Aiden Bustle is, you know, a top 15 offensive lineman in the country. 
No way that it should be like this. That he's he's top 15 on one side and not even ranked on a different side. It makes no sense at all. So be careful with putting all your eggs in the recruiting services baskets. Here's what I know. Glenn Ellerby likes Aiden Bustle. He loves Aiden Bustle. I think Glenn Ellerby is a good offensive line coach. He ain't saying Pittman yet. No. He he hey, we can question Glenn Ellerby. He he ain't no Rodney Garner just yet. He ain't no, no he ain't no Josh Heifel now, Ben. No, he he's not Rodney Garner. He's not Sam Pittman, but how many are Rodney Garner and Sam Pittman? They are the elite of the elite. They are one of one. Uh, but Glenn Ellerby does still have things to prove, but in general, I think he is a good offensive line coach. And and he likes Aiden Bustle. And, like, I'm sorry, but I care more about that than I do recruiting rankings. And as I've said numerous times over the last several months, we will see how it plays out. I, I am not going to judge one way or the other until we see how the evaluations play out. What a concept. By the way, um, one side has him as the 27th best offensive tackle and 11th best player in Tennessee, and then the other side doesn't have him ranked at all. So sounds like somebody needs to get to work and uh, find where he belongs in the picking order of um, recruits in the state and at offensive tackle. Here's what Mount Juliet head coach Trey Perry told Mr. Hubs over at VolQuest about what Tennessee is getting in Aiden Bustle. You can check out our full impact analysis of what it means for Aiden Bustle to pick Tennessee over at VolQuest, but here is a little snippet from it, the the scouting report from the head coach. Uh, His length is atypical, but when you combine good length with being able to bend, Mm. that's what we look for. I know that's what the next level looks for. Yep. You add in, he can do it academically, and the answer is yes. He's hovering around a 4.0 GPA. Where's his family at? They are all in. They are motivated. Is he nasty between the whistles? Yes. When you get those boxes checked, you you start bigger schools. You start to see bigger schools come in and ask about his future. Obviously, that's what's happened here. I think in today's game, especially with where he's committed, a lot of it is I can stay in the box and protect the passer. He's as good as we have at that. Then flip the sit, switch, and be able to get to the second level and block the linebacker, be athletic enough to do that. He's adept at doing that. We have done a lot of tempo stuff, not quite at Tennessee's pace, but we have done tempo stuff, and you have to be in shape to do that. That's a quality he possesses. He is a two-sport guy. He's done a really good, really good job throwing the shot and discus for track and when we were over in Nashville for the Music City Bowl, we met up with Aiden Bustle for a a video, uh, not his commitment video, but uh, a video of just kind of breaking down his recruitment and, and whatnot, moving into his recruiting cycle. And I was very impressed by Mr. Aiden Bustle. He's a big old boy, <laughs> has an awesome personality, and I, I think it's a really, really nice pickup for Tennessee. Much, much better than simply looking at his recruiting profile would suggest. I hear you say that he's a nice pickup, but the real question has been, is he a good get? I think so. That's all that matters, man. Is he a good get? I think so. And I I think he's also well-connected in the state as as well and has 
relationships with other in-state guys that, that Tennessee is after, like a Bryson Sanders from Chattanooga who plays at, at Baylor there in Chattanooga. Oh, come on, Emo. Put mm-hmm. us put us on, Emo. Let's That's right. Go. That's right. Well, Bryson Sanders' dad played with Glenn Ellerby at Middle Tennessee State. Oh, let's go. Let's use and, those connections. Yes, I, I think Tennessee's in a, a really good spot there. And uh, he he projects more as an interior offensive lineman, but he's a big old boy as, as well. I think it's time to um, bring up the – points that uh, J.C. Schubert brought up uh, in an article from 2015 optimizing three-star talent. And everyone looks at three stars and you know may have the same opinion, but I don't think all three, three stars are equal. And the thing that you are looking for in a three-star is does the prospect have some sort of elite measurable? As you were talking about Bustle's length, his reach, and his ability to bend – it made me think about this uh, this article. I have it saved, and I'm ready to load it and use it at any time because it is one of the best recruiting articles that you're ever going to see and allow you to understand the difference between um, three stars that play in the SEC and play at a high level and some of the three stars that go to, you know, Wyoming or, or uh, Nevada or somewhere. There's there's levels to this. So, um, does the prospect have some sort of elite measurable? What is an elite measurable? For instance, a offensive tackle or a defensive end that has a monster frame. You can't teach that. That is an elite measurable. Is he a track athlete? Does he have speed? Something you just can't teach. Is a quarterback... That is, you know, six four with a big arm. That is considered a elite measurable. Is he a quick twitch athlete? Be able to move in space. Doesn't matter if you are a big guy, small guy, but do you have athleticism? Are you a quick twitch athlete? And uh, do you love football? So these are all things that that you that you ask yourself when you're looking at three star and. It's easy to not question anybody when you see a, 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 a fourth star next to a you know, player's name or a fifth star. No one questions that. But if it's a three star, there's questions. Well, I'm telling you right now, the coaches are looking at the same things that I just mentioned about the measurables. They are not looking at the recruiting ranking. I can assure you that. <laughs> They're looking at the measurables. They're looking at um, you know his, his ceiling. They're looking at his frame. Does he love football? Is he coachable? Notice... You know, we had Justin Williams' uh, audio play yesterday from the locker room, and Justin Williams is a 4.0 student. Now you're bringing in another player, Nate Bustle, who's a 4.0 student. Do you do you want to do you need a team full of role scholars? No, but you still do need smart football players. You can't play this game and be dumb. You just can't. You can't be dumb playing this game. It, it's just how can we expand our playbook? How can we do multiple things on offense if you don't have the capacity to to remember two or three things at once and be able to uh, react and adjust? We can't be dumb playing football. And sorry to say it that way, but it is what it is. got to have some type of intelligence to play this game. So it's good that you're bringing in good players, also players who are smart, 
also players that that love football. And um, he has an elite measurable. Mm-hmm. He can bend. He can bend, and he has a long reach. Yep. Why is that important? Because you don't want defensive linemen to be able to get into your chest. Nope. The moment they get into your chest, they can dispose of you. They can dispose of you. And then he's athletic enough, as you heard the coach, to climb to the next level and, oh, yeah. and, and take care of a linebacker. Does he play another sport? Yes, he uh, shot put and discus. That's not the same event, is it? That's two no. separate ones, right? No, no, it's two, it's two different ones. Forgive me for my lack of track and field knowledge. I, did a, I ran track in middle school. Let me guess. Cross country? No, I didn't. <laughs> Well, the, the the mile. I mean, that, that's a track event, not a cross country event. I mean, you're right. You're right. You're right. What's that? Four times around the the track. Swain, you know all those white folks running the the mile. That's the only thing we're running when it comes to track. That's why I asked you if you ran cross country. And yes, that is four times. Sorry for being biased. <laughs> that that is four four times around. I didn't take you for a sprinter, Ben. I was. I, I apologize. I'm not slow, but obviously I'm not fast enough either to. Uh, <laughs> to be a sprinter. It's all good. Well, I'm slow now. I was not slow. Baseball, we run the 60, not the mm-hmm, 40. Mm-hmm. My my 60 time was always towards the top of the list. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything different, Ben. I wouldn't expect anything different. I was a great base runner. Hey, relive those memories, Ben. It's okay. The, we here for you. The white Ricky Henderson. See, we're not here for lies, Ben. We're not here for that. We're not here to listen to you lie. We're not going to tolerate that. One time, one time I stole third base at Grissom High School. I stole that bag, and I I picked it up off the ground and just held it in there like I was Ricky Henderson. Look at this. No, we not we, we don't do lies on this program. This is, this is for you, Jason Swain, and our future relationship still in your base at your high school. This is mine, my, my home territory. You think I care? This is my field. I didn't go to one Grissom baseball game in four years. Uh, you think I care about that? Anyways, uh, Harbaugh. Yet you want a Grissom baseball jersey now. Just because it looks good. So, I mean. It's not how life works. Well, you got to put something in to get something. Do they want this money or not? <laughs> uh, can any Ford tell me no? Do you want the money or not? You, you, Grissom. Want, you want the free baseball jersey. No, I don't. I said in the text, I will pay for it. It says that in the text. They will uh, gladly take a donation to the baseball program. I don't want a donation. I want a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like so, I mean, you can double charge me if you want to, double but I, but I want I want the jersey. Tell your boy. What's crazy is I'm going to end up going to more Grissom baseball games than than you ever did. Hey man, I don't care. Did you have friends on the baseball team? Yep. So you yep. didn't want to support them. Did you ever consider going out? And, oh, you know, they, you know, they recruited me because I know they asked you to come run the bases. Yeah, they wanted me to be Otis Nixon without the drugs. Look, Kari played baseball with us. I get it. Yeah, they wanted. Kari was actually pretty good. Kari played center field for us, and he was good. They wanted me to be Dion, you know, but I, I told him I ain't had time for that. <laughs> it was my bronchitis. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Yeah, Kari. Kari would just put the ball in play and, and run it out and be safe. They and, re- and then he would still second. They weren't ready for these slap bunts. They weren't ready for him. It was funny, though, watching Kari and his swole self out there in his turtleneck in the cold, <laughs> looking like about to bust through the jersey. <laughs> oh, man. Harbaugh. Man, that Vikings. 
purple and gold look great on you, man. Ooh, that would look great on you. Both Harbaugh brothers coaching purple teams. I'm here for it. I'll tell you why when we come back. Swain event. At work? Can't call in? Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the free Swain event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com.
time for Attaboy here on the program, highlighting good stories, positivity, giving people their flowers now so they can smell it. Attaboy is brought to you by Irish Networks, Business Internet, and Voice, your go-to business owners. 90 days, no payment for Business Internet. Ben, where you going, my friend? Oh, y'all y'all aren't going to like my Attaboys today because... It's a personal attaboy today. I've got two of them. I'm going back to last Thursday. Friday, we were reviewing basketball, and Monday, we were recapping basketball, so didn't have a chance to to mention it. Mm-hmm. But I got to give Ja Morant an attaboy, because last Thursday night, he was named an all-star game starter and will become the second Grizzlies player to start an NBA all-star game joining Mark Gasol, who was the first to do so in 2015. He is the youngest Grizzlies player to compete in the All-Star game, and he is the fourth All-Star in franchise history. Can you think of who the other three All-Stars are? I just told you one a moment ago. In Grizzlies? Yes, Jaws the fourth in in Grizzlies history. Mike Conley. Uh, oh, he made it as a jazz. jazz. Yeah, yeah. Um, Still hurts my heart. I know, right? Um, I'm going with uh, Marcus Hall. Mm-hmm. I'm going with um, Zach Randolph. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the fourth one. Don't tell me Tony Allen made it. No. All right, hold on, hold on. He just won Defense Player of the Year one year. And I mean, that's just all in. Not, not. Minimizing the accomplishment. I mean, that might be even better. Yep. Golly, uh, hold on, hold on, hold Especially on. for somebody like Tony. Now, now this this last... Is it Mike Miller? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if Mike Miller ever made an All-Star game. If no. he did, it was not with Memphis. No, he did. This, this Grizzly was pre-Mike Miller, pre-Core 4. One of the, the very first Grizzlies standouts. Won championships elsewhere. I don't know, man. Specifically with the Lakers and Kobe. Pal Gasol. Oh, that's right. Both brothers did play mm-hmm. for the for and the. They Grizzlies. got traded for for one another. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I'm giving uh, John Morant an attaboy for being named, not just to the NBA All Star Game, but being named an NBA All Star Game starter. Very, very cool accomplishment. And then, of course, I'm giving Big Ben Roethlisberger an attaboy because last Thursday he announced that he is officially retiring a two-time Super Bowl champion, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, six-time Pro Bowler, two-time NFL passing yards leader. He holds the NFL records for most career 500-yard passing games, most career perfect passer rating games, and most completions in a regular or postseason game. 418 touchdowns, 64,000 yards, which I believe is what only he, Brady, and Peyton have, have done that. I think I saw that statistic uh, as his time was was coming to an end. But uh, I want to give flowers to, to Big Ben. He brought me a lot of joy, so I uh, wanted to give that. On a serious note, uh, Tennessee fans will appreciate this attaboy more. Uh, Tennessee baseball's Blake Tidwell 
was named a preseason first team All-American by Baseball America yesterday. And Jordan Beck, Tennessee's starting right fielder, he was named a third team All-American. I did love Chris Burke's tweet, which applies to my man all sports, not just baseball, but uh, with baseball season beginning two weeks from this Friday, all the preseason teams are being announced and preseason All-Americans, and Chris gave out a friendly reminder to all the players out there on the day preseason All-American lists come out, mm. there's no such thing as a preseason All-American. Mm. There are only... All-Americans, and that is reserved for those who actually play well, not those that are supposed to play well. I, I, I really, 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 really uh, loved, loved that. Shoot that in my veins. Yeah. Man, that's the truth. Because do something. Preseason All-American awards are based off of what you did last year. And projections of what you can do. This upcoming season, because like I mean, if you're a freshman coming in and they think you're going to be all world, we've seen so many Kentucky freshmen come in and be on list and haven't done anything yet in basketball. Yes, yeah, speaking of uh, lists, uh, Kennedy Chandler named to the uh, Bob Cousy Award. Okay. He is already on it, but he is uh, still on it. He was named a top ten finalist for the Bob Cousy Award, which Let's recognizes go. the nation's top. Point guard. He is the only true freshman on the list. Let's go. Let's go. How about that? Which some folks had to chime in and say, is he even the best point guard on his own team? Oh, yeah. Got to put down one player to lift another one. Why can't we just love both? Uh, Brian Hunsucker did point out, I incorrectly said that Tony Allen never won defensive player of the year. That is correct. I got it confused because that is a, a point of contention with Tony Allen when you listen to him in interviews because the year that Mark Gasol won the Defensive Player of the Year, Tony Allen should have won the award. Tony Allen finished second, and Mark Gasol still ribs him for it to this day. And Mark has even admitted publicly, like, yeah, Tony should have won that award. So that, that's why I got it mixed up in my head is because there is a feeling that he should have won it that year. But uh, Mark, Mark stole it from him. And now Mark jokes with him all the time. Tony, you, you you want my uh my DPOY <laughs> trophy? Sure. I, I'll bring it to you. You can you can have it. I mean, it, I know it means more to you. You you can have it if you want it. Dirty funny relationship, but I, I had to go with the home teams today for uh yeah, for the Attaboys. Uh, I was holding. I was. I had them in my chamber. It, you, it's your fault because you you just held me back on Friday. Just refused to allow us to get to Attaboy on Friday. I said, Swain. I want to give Big Ben an attaboy for retiring what? and John Morant an attaboy for making the All-Star game as a starter. And you said, no, what? we're not doing attaboy today. What? And then yesterday, we just didn't get to it either. Wow. So I had to I had to unload it today. You can you control when the segments are on play, by the way. <laughs> that's that's not true. Okay. You you command me. All right. You have like a Ben Voodoo doll over there that nah, man. tells me what to do and I'm what not, to do. I'm not Cajun. I'm just country. <laughs> Um, Harbaugh. Uh-oh. Interviewing with the Minnesota Vikings tomorrow, and I got time for this. If I'm Michigan, I, I, I do kind of feel a certain type of way. Now, if he d- 
declines and stays at Michigan, this is a great recruiting pitch. You know, you have a coach that said no to an NFL team. You have an NFL-quality coaching staff. You're going to be prepared to play at the next level. Like, you can use that. But it is February the 1st. Signing day is tomorrow. And your coach is interviewing for another job. How committed are you, Jim Harbaugh? How committed are you to Michigan long-term? How can Michigan recruit for the future? Kids are picking schools based on three, four years down the line. They need to know that you're going to be there. If you're interviewing for an NFL job in February, the day before signing day, what type of confidence does that give a player to go to your school? Now, if Harbaugh were to take that job, man, there's some players on Michigan, because you do have a Michigan tie on the staff, there's some, there's some guys from Michigan that I would love to go ahead and get. Go ahead and, and reach out to whether they're in the portal or not. Man, listen, ain't no sense lying. Everyone tampers. Everyone tampers, whatever. I'm here for the chaos. I'm here for it. We got around the SEC coming up in hour number two. I'm here for the chaos. As long as it benefits Tennessee, I'm here for it. Oh, the coach was only there 24 days? That stinks. Kids, you should be upset. You should leave. Don't trust that coaching staff. They're a bunch of liars. They're liars. You should leave. Tennessee, we mentioned this yesterday, and then boom, all of a sudden it's in the article. We mentioned that uh, Tennessee is the only team in the SEC not experiencing coaching changeover. What's that? Something to be said for that. They, they, they had opportunities. Some coaches had opportunities as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. These people listen to the show and they say, hey, man, I need some ideas to come up with an article. I'm going to listen to the Swain event. I'm going to drop me an article today. Would be the smart thing to do. I think, I think that happens. 865 200 5503 Hour 1 was brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. We will be right back. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere.